0: Jamie Sumner left guard from 1994-95 and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys
1: Dan and Cass. Go Bucks. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan. I'm here with the Cass and Cass, I just want to say I think we're getting really good at just, you know, our job here at Bunch of Nuts podcast a couple of weeks ago I said, you know, it's getting that time football season's right around the corner week zeros upon us. And I was, and I was setting my clocks and I was, I, I was saying to myself, you know, it's about that time where Desmond Howard's going to come out of the woodwork and say something absolutely nonsensical on, on, on TV and lo and behold. And, and just, I mean, y- y- it's like, it's like the Awkward. it's a ground. Yeah. It's a like groundhog day when the groundhog just comes out. Um, in the end of winter, like, you know, you know, it's going to be spring. I know it's going to be football season when Desmond Howard says something totally ignorant and outrageous. Uh, He doesn't understand why CJ Stroud is a Heisman, the Heisman front runner. Um, Couldn't even formulate a sentence. Zach Smith absolutely bodied him on his show. Um, Go listen to that. But Cass, uh, let's just talk about Desmond Howard because it's the topic of the day.
0: I get where he's trying. Like, I, I get like the point where he said, "Why is CJ Stroud the front runner?" I get that, but please give us an honest answer on why you think CJ Stroud isn't the front runner, but you think Bryce Young is the front runner. I mean, he- I, I get it, I get it. Bryce Young won the Heisman, he come off the win- won the Heisman Trophy last year. I get that part, but to say that they're all going to start at the finish line and they're that nobody's neck to neck. That's quite. That's quite. That's cr- quite a phrase. They're going to start at the finish line, um, and and C.J. Stroud has a has some massive gains ahead of him. It, mu-
1: it must be that Michigan education, but it's I get I get the part where I get I get the idea that yeah. if you're the reigning Heisman chant like a Heisman Trophy winner, you should technically be leading to start. I I get that. I I understand that perspective. However. <laughs> However, the, it's not like T.J. Stroud hasn't earned it. He, he was a Heisman finalist as well. He no. should be a shoe-in to probably make it and to New
0: York as well. Him and, Bryce, him and Bryce Young are the only two remaining Heisman finalists left from last year. So rightfully so, like he's in that mix. But Stroud by- has a better
1: cast too. I mean, when you look at a cast, Alabama right. has a lot of questions at receiver and offensive line. Everywhere you look. Ohio State has you know, a top three offensive line, top receiving core, top, probably you know, b- top backfield. I'm not saying Bama doesn't have weapons. They have some great players, and I'm sure th- they'll develop some great players. But just when you look at the situation, Stroud has to be the favorite too because you know, defending, if you're defending the Heisman, if you just won the Heisman, and you're, you're, you, it's tougher to win again because you've got to do something that's going to really
0: wow those voters. And here's the thing. There will never be a two-time Heisman Trophy winner ever. I mean, think about. It. Let's go down the list of guys who probably should have won it twice. Tebow. If Tebow couldn't, then I mean that's
1: Reggie Bush, right there. Reggie Bush. Right. Re, I mean, he didn't even win a single Heisman. Technically,
0: <laughs> get free, free Reggie. Give his Heisman back. I love you, Reggie. Yeah. I um, mean, Reggie Bush, uh, Tim Tebow. Um, let's see here. Um, Johnny Manziel. I mean, I guess <laughs> Lamar Jackson.
1: Well, yeah, and that's a great one. That's actually a really um, good point.
0: Lamar. I mean, this goes on and on, on and on and on. I mean, there's a lot of guys that should have won it. There's just will never be a two time winner. I mean, I'm not saying CJ Stroud's going to win it this year, but and Desmond Howard, if he was intelligent, could have said just like what Chris Drew said on I'm stealing these words from Zach Smith's podcast. It, if Desmond Howard – we would have been all fine with Desmond Howard if he would have just said, oh, you know, I feel like that C.J. Stroud with the supporting cast he has could be splitting votes with Travion Henderson and Jackson Smith and Jigba, and that's why I feel like Bryce Young is the frontrunner and should win Heisman. Plain and simple. If he would have just went with that. Look. look, I'm,
1: But he's not, not. intelligent. I'm not going to get up here and preach to the choir. I know we're biased. We're the bunch of nuts podcast. We're supposed to be biased. We're not supposed to look at things rationally. We, we obviously have a huge Ohio state bias. So everything we say is going to be biased But Desmond Howard is literally the ESPN employee who was paid to analyze the game, who, who took shots at our quarterback during the Heisman trophy ceremony last year. Let's not okay. forget. Uh, he's, Basically, evaluating this through, through the eyes of a former Michigan player, Michigan fan, Michigan alum,
0: Michigan man—you know—it's uh, it, just—it's just ridiculous, in not, my opinion. Not all guys can be like Kirk Herbstreit. I mean, why do you yes. think Buckeye fans hate? Like, why do you think a portion of Buckeye fans hate Kirk Herbstreit because he's not afraid to give Ohio State the business?
1: Him, like him, and Joey Galloway. Like I noticed, the Ohio State guys in the media do a great job because. Good.
0: Intelligent.
1: They're intelligent. They've been schooled very well. You know, they're educated. I, and, and they do a fine I, job of yeah. analyzing both sides.
0: Yeah, and, but I do wonder, like, I, I th- obviously, I think Charles Woodson's an intelligent guy. I, really, I think he gets hyped. Like, I, I really do. Like, Charles Woodson's I, football IQ is excellent. The problem yeah. with Charles Woodson is he gets overhyped. He's
1: more of a character, a characterer that like he he plays almost a character on TV, which I I get. Desmond Howard doesn't really do that. Desmond Howard just spews nonsense. I like I can understand what Chuck is saying um, because he, it's almost like it's almost like a, a a game and like a joke. He's almost like a WWE guy when he's on TV.
0: And it's like and Charles Woodson was just you know as much as we hate it, but he he like he celebrated the wins. Because you know, in 2019, he gave the universe his alma mater the freaking business after we whooped, whooped him up in Ann Arbor. Yeah, it's, it's completely. You never once see Desmond Howard give Michigan the business.
1: Never, but it's it's you know the one time that
0: team up north beats us. This decade, it feels like. And and Michigan fans coming out at Ohio State fans, I don't understand why you hate Desmond Howard, blah, 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 blah. If Joey Galloway gave the disrespect. I'm not even going to say Joey Galloway. Let's see. Let's see. Who's a former Heisman winner? Uh, Let's say Eddie George. Eddie George. Eddie George came out, and he was the analyst. And he gave, and he treated Michigan with the disrespect that Desmond Howard treats Ohio state Michigan fans would be just as livid as Ohio state fans. Desmond Howard does not deserve to be on TV. I'm sorry. He's just as good as us. He's just as biased as us when it comes to Ohio state. Like when he, and when it comes to him with Michigan, he should be on the Michigan podcast with With Braylon Edwards, (laughs) with Braylon Edwards, but even Braylon Edwards gives Michigan the business. Uh,
1: He he does. And it's, it's just a real, it's a real, it's just, it's a, it's a, fa- it's a, fa- I, a facade. I,
0: I wonder, I do wonder though, is, is it all an act? I really it, do. Is it all it an act? It has to be. Because ESPN just lost seven a $7 billion deal. Like what's screwed about, up about the whole situation is the Big Ten went to ESPN and said, here, here's the deal that Fox, NBC, and CBS gave us. Can you match that? The Big Ten at first did not want to leave ESPN because they know the college game day tradition. They love game- when game day comes to their schools. I mean. I ask for anyone who listens to this show and is going to
1: college game day uh, week one against Notre Dame. Every time Desmond Howard opens his mouth, I am imploring Buckeye Nation. Boo that man. Oh, don't gonna, let him get a word. They're going to
0: boo him. I mean, hands but, down. But don't let him get a word out. Just don't let him talk. Like, we'll, be quiet for and Kirk I and can't, Lee. Dan, you're going to game day. I I have this superstition that I can't go to game day. I'm 0-2 when I go to game day. I can't go to game day. Dan, my my job for you is to make a poster board that's – with bit, and I'm sure you'll get it taken away, but I think it'd still be hilarious. You put, you get the NBC logo, the CBS logo, and the Fox logo, and you do the greater than equals and sign over ESPN and just hold it up high. I like it. I and like what it. you do is you get you a poll. Hopefully, you can get some of your buddy, like some of the game day buddies, get you a poll and cover up that stupid Washington State flag that flies over every week. Oh in the, my. And just have it hang on. I, mean, I think
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna wear my big noon kickoff hat to game day uh, to send a statement. I, I love I love Kirk. I love Lee Corso, but Desmond Howard. You like, can, I'll give you this sign. The whole <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I'm just gonna hold up the big noon kickoff. By the way, by the way, segue. Uh, real quick side tangent. Urban's back at uh, big noon kickoff. Nah. I mean, we didn't see that one. Nah. It's great, though. I mean, I'm excited to see
0: him back. Tom Herman uh, is on CBS. Which is hilarious. That's I, think he, I think he... I mean, I know... I didn't think... At first, I was like, do I really like Tom Herman? And then Zach Smith talked about it. And I was like, God, it makes sense. Like, it does. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It's better titty than bar, Bob... Titty, is that, titty bar Tom. It's better than Bob Stoops. Let me tell you.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are better. I think I think my... uh my dog could be better than Bob Stoops. I think Carbon has more things to say, to be honest, bro. Um, Again, but, yeah.
0: The game day.
1: Yeah. I love it. Um, just kidding. But.
0: That's sacred ground right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, that- I mean, that would be cool. Like, if, if, even if Bree was going with you, her. I got her a t- big noon kickoff T-shirt. If she still has it, like, you wear it. She's like she wears that shirt. I mean, I, I give it five minutes, and some ESPN dude will be like, "You, you, out." No,
1: I mean, I got, I got a couple Fox stuff. I got a Fox shirt, Fox hat. Like, I'll literally go as an agent for Fox
0: because you know I'm, I'm, I'm a big man I'm, Kickoff I'm believer. Under, you'd be like, I'm undercover.
1: I am. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a sleeper cell for Fox. <laughs> I'm,
0: under, <laughs> I got, I'm trying to steal ideas.
1: Literally, but um, speaking of, I guess ideas. Cast today, big news. Um, Ohio State. The players got together. They you know they kind of hyped it up. We knew some something big was coming. Basically, uh, they came out with an NIL club. It's called the Columbus NIL Club. Their goal is here to hit fifty thousand dollars monthly goal through donations. Um, based on my calculations, and this is rough calculations uh based on you know five state has 85 scholarship players um and they hit that fifty thousand dollar goal it's about five hundred eighty eight dollars a month for for a player um or it comes to about seven seven thousand fifty eight dollars a year and and in money that's that's a nice little salary though especially if you know you're already on a full ride getting reels paid for that's just that's just money in your bank um right now I mean, it's brand new. You go to the website, and they had already it looks like two thousand one hundred fifty dollars donated. No, not great, but it's a start. I mean, it just came out not even twenty four hours ago. Yeah,
0: if you got that much money within five hours, that's pretty insane.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's really good, and essentially, um, it, it, it's it, it's 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 weird because. This company called Yoke, they're gonna take eighteen percent of the revenue, and it's a little. I find that a little odd. I feel like you could do it without a co- without a company taking eighteen percent of the revenue. I, I I don't know why they're using this Yoke place. It seems, uh, it, it's a little sketchy to me too because also Michigan, Georgia, and UCLA are using this this Yoke place. Um, I feel like I could create like I feel like if we got. Four business guys from Fisher together. We can create something that they don't get charged eighteen percent. Um, and it, it does seem almost like a conflict of interest if Michigan's involved with Yoke too. I, I I don't like that part of it. Um, I think there's room for improvement there. Um, but I love the idea at first because it's basically just going to give these guys a base a base thing to, when they come here to Ohio State, and that, that 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 that's enticing because you know with all these other teams doing it. Plus, you got all these, you know, you got, you know, Rick Reichert, Keynes, Chipotle, all these guys um, in Columbus shooting out deals um, because Columbus is a huge city. Plus, the the foundation with the shot scenes and stuff. Ohio's a lot of money. There's a lot of money. There's so much money now. This is just more of a safety net, I feel like, from the smaller guys. But there's so much money here now. It's just
0: like like, uh, people are saying, it's basically that. It's extra money, so the like the walk-ons and the four stringers, you know, could get some money and some compensation. Which, by the way, when NCAA Football 23 comes out, I think every player in the nation should get a free download code.
1: Absolutely, a- absolutely. It, um, I-, I agree with that. It's, I mean, Cass. When you think about this NIL thing, though, it's. I, I almost feel like it is for the walk-ons, though. Um, and I just based my numbers off scholarship players, but you're absolutely right. Cause like CJ Stroud, what's seven, what's seven grand a year for him at this point? Right. Or a guy like Travion Henderson, you know, they got all these sponsorships.
0: Like Honestly, I mean, a walk on like Zach Street ain't going to mean anything, <laughs> but it's big though, because it's good. It, it yeah. could
1: entice guys who I think would be scholarship guys at, you know, maybe, um, you know, a a mid-tier American athletic comp for uh, AAC school or or Kansas or, you know, maybe a Mac school guys who could, you know, who are worthy of a scholarship here at Ohio state, but we don't really have anything to offer him. So they would kind of, you know, be lost in the woodwork and have to go somewhere else for an education. Well, now they could come here. um, We allocate those funds so, you know, instead of the 85 people that 50 grand is divided by, let's say 30, you allocate those funds to them. And basically, they're on scholarship and getting a little in the bank um, while not being on scholarship. It's a nice little workaround when you think about it.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's going to be great. And I think it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. And I, I think it's going to be huge for the team. And it's going to be great for guys, you know, like Zach, guys that are in the Zach Herb Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only walk on, I know, by the way. Um, for, to get some extra money, and guys who just you know know that they know that they'll never see the field for Ohio State. I mean, unless they're in street clothes, because usually walk-ons if they're not dressed, and they're in street clothes on the shoe, um, to make a little extra cash and you know be a part of the team.
1: Uh, it's important to have hot. I mean, it, 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 people might might kind of laugh at this what I'm about to say, but it's really important to have high quality guys on your practice squad. Because the stronger the talent is there, the better reps, you know, other guys are going to get in practice. The stronger, you know, you're only you're only as strong as your weakest link. And if, you know, your your weakest link is a scholarship guy at, you know, any other school, uh, it it's really good for Ohio State, I think, uh, in my opinion. Cass, do you see any downsides to this?
0: I I think a little bit. I mean it, it I do like the fact that it's going to be evenly paid out to everybody, so I don't really, I don't really see too much of a downfall on it, but there will be some. I just can't pinpoint it out right now.
1: I mean, my biggest thing is uh, people might see it as like a pay pay for play type thing. Um, that's the only thing because it, it, the N, the NCA has done such a bad job in my like kind of regulating this, I don't – my biggest fear is that they somehow come back and, like, penalize Ohio State for this, even though Ohio State's doing this all by the book. You know, the small small coloring book that the NCAA gave us. They didn't give us a novel. I
0: I don't think – I don't think the NCAA wants to touch something like this, Be like, to penalize a school for something like this because, you know, Ohio State's doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. I mean – that's why you you know, Alabama's, you know, you know, has been doing it for years. To be honest, <laughs> which, by the way, I got, you know, the kind of a segue that wasn't on topic of discussion. I just happened to see it on Twitter. My cousin's celebrating it, real quick. Uh, step away from the NIL, but we're going to talk Nick Saban. He just signed a year extension to 2030. Please retire soon. Please retire soon. I, I mean, we all want it. I mean, he's the greatest coach, college football coach of all time. But this crazy stat, Tony Gerdman, everybody knows you, Tony Gerdman, on Twitter.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Tweeted out and said, Alabama has not lost a true road game under Nick Saban in 15 years. If they beat Texas, they will be 3-0. and You're talking three road non-conference games in 15 years? True, true non-conference road games. And you would be 3-0? O. It's Come impressive. On. It's impressive that they've actually they
1: average one true road co- like road non conference game every, every
0: five years.
1: years. <laughs> so if you're if you're like that might be yeah think about that too recruiting crap.
0: Like, Penn State was one of them, by the way. If
1: you stay for your senior year, at Alabama, you might not even ever play on the road like in a game like that. Think about a it. A non conference, non conference. Yeah, <laughs> it's because most of the guys are also gone by their junior year, so it's highly likely that you're not going to be playing on the road.
0: I mean, I'm trying to think besides Penn State in Texas, who was the other who was the other one? Under Saban?
1: Mm. Penn
0: State was in twenty eleven.
1: Was it USC? Or was that I think that might have been neutral. That Uh, was neutral.
0: That was in Dallas. Neutral. Oh man, that's that's stumped now. Because the Penn State
1: was like – 2011. That, was that right before or right after the Joe Pa? It was 2010, right before – no. I think it was right before the Joe Pa, right? And then like a week after everything went to – Well, I'm looking
0: you know. it up right now. Oh, man.
1: That's a that's a great trivia question. Who are those teams?
0: All right. Here we go. Uh, this is Clemson. I, Clemson right here. Well, I don't care about Clemson. They're, they're no, it's right. under their it's under their chat. Okay, twenty ten, twenty eleven, they had a home and home with Penn State. In twenty ten they beat Penn State at Penn State.
1: I feel like it's in like twenty fourteen. I feel like twenty
0: fourteen would have something. Oh Wow. Louisiana Monroe. They played at Louisiana. <laughs> No, that there, it, there's mention. No, no, I'm going to Wikipedia for this. <laughs> yeah, I know this is um, this is a tough one.
1: Wisconsin. Oh well, no, no, because it was is at AT and T. Oh my God, where did they
0: play? <laughs> So 15 years ago was what? What year was that? Oh, 2007,
1: 2008. Uh, yeah, USC was 2016, but that was at AT&T. Florida State was also, I believe, at AT&T because um, that's the year they had um, James Blackman, or no, Francois, and they smacked them. Right.
0: All right, here we go. No, uh, Florida State was Mercedes-Benz. It wasn't in his first year, which was two thousand eight. Louisville was at Camping. They played against Louisville at Camping World Stadium. Two thousand nine. It wasn't for. It was they were home against Virginia Tech. So it wasn't two thousand nine. Two thousand ten. They are actually home against Penn State. That means two thousand eleven. They were at Penn State. 2011, they were at Penn State. They beat them 27 to 11. Bro, well, I 2000- literally cannot find this. I two- started 2014. 2012, uh, they played in Michigan. Maybe it was. So you started in 2014? Mm hmm. 2013, uh, it was. Virginia all their Tech. all their games, all their big non-conference
1: games are just neutral site. It's not even a true road game. Wow, it's like literally all these are just true, like either AT and T or Mercedes Benz. Um, yeah, Miami last year was at Mercedes Benz. I don't think that's an accurate. Like, I think we just might have a bad stat. <laughs> yeah, I, I dude from 2014 on it's all just neutral site
0: oh okay 2007 he took over hold on here it is they were 7 and 6
1: I I I don't think we're going to get this. I, I I generally think we just got that's just a incorrect stat.
0: Wow! Last true like somehow
1: it's somehow it's less than um, the, the amount like in twenty twelve it was Mich- they played Michigan at in Dallas in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> like all, all these are neutral. This is ridiculous, bro. This, this is like they found a hack too to get all these games. Virginia Tech was in Georgia, at Georgia. They
0: played Virginia Tech quite often too.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I mean all the road games are literally just SEC games.
0: Penn State was the last true road game, non-conference road game, twenty eleven. Nick, that's a bad stat. Tony Germann bad stat. That's 1.
1: Yeah. Uh I, I got to I'm a, I'm, a, I'm checking Tony's um feed right now because I feel like someone has it in the replies. Someone has to have it in the replies cuz now welcome to a bunch
0: of nuts trivia right here cuz I am stumped on this. I just googled it. And we looked 20 st- Wow. Alabama's last non-conference road game at Penn State in 2011. Alabama's next non-conference road game not scheduled. This was in 2018.
1: Yeah, I think Tony actually included. Um, now I'm looking at it. He included neutral non-conference games. I think. I think it's the games. I think. I think the way they counted it was the the, the neutral like non-conference games where Alabama was just the road team quote unquote but they're not actually um on, they're on the road sorta cuz it's neutral and they're the road team cuz you need someone to be the road team for the the coin flip and the the, the uniform selection but
0: yeah I No I, no I, no they've they've had one they've had one Wow Yeah it's Penn State 2011 Come on how many does Ohio State had? I mean,
1: uh, Oklahoma is one. I can count that right away.
0: Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> Virginia Tech. Yeah, Virginia Tech. That's two. We're cooking uh, now. Okay, so since Nick Saban took over 2007, USC, Washington, because uh, we, 2007 we played Washington on the road, USC, Washington, um... Uh, Virginia Tech.
1: I like when teams chow chal- Oh, uh, well, okay.
0: This doesn't, Navy. I'm counting Navy. This it's doesn't in Baltimore.
1: I'm counting this one um, for Ohio State. You can you can you can say you can say I'm wrong, but I'm not wrong. 2018, we did go to we did go to Dallas and we played TCU. It it's technically a neutral site, but TCU is in Dallas.
0: Like. That That, is, well, we'll throw that them, is an away game. But still, throw them out, out the door. Since Nick Saban took over at Alabama, USC, Virginia Tech, Washington, um, Wa- Oklahoma. But those are – Oklahoma and Washington are bowl games. Washington okay. was a college football playoff. Yeah. No, we didn't play – that was Rose Bowl. We played Washington in 2007 in the regular season.
1: Oh, oh! oh. I thought you were talking about about Bama. I thought you, were talking, about no. I thought you were talking about Bama because uh, no, Bama played. State. Yeah, Bama played in the Sugar Bowl the one year they didn't make, they didn't do anything. They played. Uh, they Bama played Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl with Trevor Knight, and they got spanked. And then they got. Uh, they played uh, Washington in the College Football Playoff in the Sugar Bowl, and they they beat the the John Ross Washington team. But that's those are bowl games. Those don't count.
0: Yeah. But for Ohio State, we played USC in 2008. We played Washington in 2007. We played uh, Virginia Tech in 2014 – or oh, thir- uh, 15. Um, we played Oklahoma in 2016.
1: We have a home at home with Georgia and BAM, I believe, soon, though.
0: Yeah, but I think those will be thrown out.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, those are somehow going to end up at – Neutral you know, site. And one's gonna end in Atlanta, and one's gonna end up in Atlanta. One's gonna end up in Jerry World. I mean, the only, the only, the only neutral site that that should be played in, in my opinion, is te- uh, Tennessee. I think that's the only. Screw that! Bring it up the MetLife Stadium in New York, if it goes, that, to no, oh no, 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 that'd be t- why that be. T- you could, have you been to MetLife? No, <laughs> it's the wor- yeah, it's the worst. I'm telling you, do not bring it to Met. I've been there a ton of times. No, MetLife but- is not fun, bro.
0: It's still New York, though. It's terrible. I mean, it's just a terrible stadium. They held uh, held the Super Bowl there.
1: I would rather them play at, like, Piscataway. (laughs) We just borrow Rutgers Stadium than play at MetLife. Detroit. That would be fun. That would be interesting. Indy. (laughs) Indy would be good. Indy would be fair.
0: I mean, at least LSU came up to Lambeau Field and played Wisconsin. And I respect that. Screw it, play in Chicago, Soldier Field, another terrible stadium. Paul oh, Brown Stadium. Cleveland Brown Stadium. Pittsburgh. I feel like
1: I feel like Charlotte would be a good stadium, like where the Panthers play. I think that's that would be
0: decent. Uh heck, make it out west. Go to Vegas.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. That that would definitely get the ratings up. No, well, we would Ohio State and um Bama would get screwed. We'd have to play it like in San Francisco for some reason, or somewhere terrible.
0: Seattle. <laughs> no, no, ew, ew. It's loud there. Denver would be fun. Mile high, but, but that'd be dangerous to our players. They'd be both teams would be wheezing. Alabama will probably be wheezing more than, but Ohio State.
1: Um,
0: I don't know.
1: Uh, <laughs> but still, uh,
0: go go back to that. This is literally the second true road game in two thousand since two thousand eleven. It's insane, terribly insane.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, LSU went to Austin that one year too.
0: Yeah, because Joe Burrow waved goodbye in
1: the That was cold. That was one of the coldest things ever.
0: Joe Burrow is BDE, man. Big dick energy. Yeah. I
1: I don't even want to get into what we saw today at Bengals training camp. But
0: but they back in their quarterback, man. Apparently, I've been reading Joe Burrow got a cheap shot hit. And then Lowell Collins decided he's going to throw some punches. And then Aaron Donald, you know... To started started swinging some helmets. Aaron Donald should be suspended for swinging helmets. I don't care if he connected.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, what the president said with Miles Garrett, he, he's got to be, he's got to see some type of game. In my opinion, it's not fair to the Browns fans when you know that happens to Miles Garrett.
0: But Aaron Donald, like just because he's training camp, that shouldn't be allowed. In my opinion, well, Aaron Donald should be suspended anyway. The dude, yeah, the, he he's a he's a great player, but. He's such a hothead.
1: I mean, the guy trains with knives. What do you expect?
0: <laughs> did, did he slug somebody for in a bar? I think, and uh, never, and never saw anything. Yeah, like I, they I don't know. catered to this guy. He's just scary. He's just scary, dude. Yeah, you uh, got robbed the freaking Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> I feel bad. I brought this up, but bro, uh, speaking, I guess, because we're already kind of. Topic of crazy defensive line guys. Holly Rowe went uh, our, uh, oh, the one person we respect from ESPN
0: besides <laughs> Kirk Herbstreit.
1: Yeah, obviously, obviously besides our beloved Kirk. But Holly Rowe saw high State practice, uh, had some high praise for the defensive line. Which, if you know, I mean, an she, ESPN reporter unbiased
0: – I mean, she went out and said to Ona Lynn that we're going to win it all. So yeah.
1: I mean and, and saying how fantastic we look, but basically going out on a limb and saying how great our defensive line looks, that is probably the best thing I want to hear um, out of training camp for the, for the Buckeyes, especially see, we, we saw the videos a couple weeks ago with the defensive line blowing our line off the ball, getting into the backfield, stuffing mine Williams, but having you know an unbiased uh, like an unbiased kind of reporter like Holly Rowe going actually saying, oh, no, our defensive line looks good. It just kind of it, – it it, it it validates what we've thought all along, what we
0: knew deep But down. I also heard that this week the offensive line uh, looked better against the D line. So, I mean, I'm <laughs> – That's fine.
1: That's – hey, maybe – I think they're just – I think they're both great lines. And, I and, think it's going to be one, week's, one week one's going to win, one week the is going to win. It's, it's healthy competition. Yeah, uh,
0: and then Julian Fleming apparently – separating a shoulder and popping it back out and popping it back in socket. I mean,
1: that is insane.
0: You told, uh, you it, told me you didn't believe it. And then everybody started reporting it and it's like, Oh, maybe this is true. I didn't think it was.
1: I mean, I'll, I, 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 let's see it translate to the game first. Um, my biggest thing is he's always kind of banged up. Uh, like, I feel like even when we watched the Rose Bowl, he, he got hurt in the Rose Bowl. I I love that he played through the injury, but I I I just want to see him not get injured. Um, I want to see him, once he starts producing, I'll be happy. And I think he has that dog in him,
0: but I just. I did like where, um, you know, Coach Hartline said the six wide receivers. So we know there's going to be six. Jackson Smith, the Jigba, Marvin Harrison Jr. Sounds like they solidified the first two spots. Mecca, Buka, Julian Fleming. Uh, Jaden Ballard and well Cameron Babb. and but Cameron Babb's out for a couple of weeks with a bruised knee. Xavier Johnson, they but Xavier, said. Xavier who's on, Johnson. Who's on scholarship. Who we forgot? I forgot all about Xavier Johnson.
1: Yeah, it's it's easy to be forgotten about.
0: To be yeah. honest, at Ohio State. <laughs> well, speaking of Ohio State, let's break down their schedule. We you know real quickly. Um, I mean. Everybody knows the schedule. First five, home, five, first five games are at home. I, to me, I don't know I Notre Dame's going to be a tough test test, but we'll, we'll actually break that game down next week, which, by the way, there's stupid tight end. Oh, it's just another stadium. Okay. <laughs> oh. Which for for Notre Dame, they
1: they're talking way too much smack. They're giving us they've given us so much ammunition going into this game. It's going to be a bad week to be a Fighting Irish fan in, yeah. in, in, in next next Saturday. But yeah, Cass, let's let's get into the schedule real quick. Um, nothing 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 too in depth to be honest, but just yeah. a quick rundown in our
0: thoughts. Uh, you want to lead off on this? Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame, obviously it's going to be a, a heck of a matchup. And then thank God. I mean, then we got uh, back-to-back games. Uh, Toledo's will give a better sh- shot against Arkansas state, but then what Arkansas state will do. But I think Arkansas Toledo, Arkansas state and Toledo are going to be games where we could get comfortable leads, mm-hmm. rest our starters, uh, to get ready for the slobber knocker is going to be uh, the blackout. I suspect to be a night game between Wisconsin and Ohio state. I think that's the dog fight.
1: I think that, so uh, I'm going out on a limb here. Like I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely honest. I, I'm not trying to be politically correct here. We're going to absolutely kick the snot out of Arkansas and Toledo. In my opinion, there's that's not going to be like a Tulsa from last year. We're going to, we're going to smack them. It's not going to be close. That one. Notre Dame. I think we, I think we beat, easily i think wisconsin's the team we gotta worry about in that first four when i look at it
0: um i think it's gonna be i mean granted i look at it this way offensively i don't think wisconsin stops us on you know i don't think they stop our offense but they'll slow us down that's what i'm trying to say their
1: offense their offense is better than notre dame's offense in my opinion um
0: and they can uh, give us fits. Oh, dude, it's for sure. But Br- Braylon, uh, yeah, Braylon, Braylon, whatever his name is. Yes, uh, Braylon Allen. Yes, Notre has no
1: receivers it. right now, and they got Either, all-
0: who's Wisconsin's receivers.
1: I have no idea. Who's their bro? tight
0: ends? I
1: have no idea, but at least Graham Mertz is, is, is like Taylor t- Tyler Buckner or whatever you watch, If you watch the clips of him in training camp, and I know the one reporter is saying, "Oh, from you know he's not that accurate," but like there's actually clips of him in training camp throwing bad passes, and then there's also clips of him in the games. He's just not accurate. He's just not I mean, an accurate
0: player. I, I think they I think personally, I think their offenses are about the same. I think Wisconsin's defense is better than Notre Dame's. I yeah. think Ohio State's offense. I think Ohio, it's, it's a true test because we're going to see – I'm looking at this. We're going to see, see a spread pistol run slash try to pass offense with Notre Dame. We're going to see a spread offense with Arkansas State, a spread offense with Toledo. Now we get to see what are they going to do at safety? Are they going to, are they going to put Hickman on the bench, bring in three linebackers because they're going to play a team with two tight ends set and it's going to run the I-formation in Wisconsin which yeah I it's going to be a dogfight I still think we win handily uh because I think our offense they're going to slow our offense down but they're going to make a lot of plays
1: I think that one just kind of I think that one is a not a trap game but like Wisconsin is they're going to be just as tough as Notre Dame we're going to be probably definitely more banged up cuz it's going to be fourth week fourth week of the season there's well, going to be injuries at that point we're not going to be at our healthiest
0: and also, we might be a little I,
1: cocky at that point if we just I think, beat Notre Dame and, and
0: just beat the two those two teams I think we'll, uh, in I Arkansas think, and Toledo. I, I think opposite. I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be healthier in that game because of the, cause we'll be able to rest our starters. I mean, for the two games. Enough so we'll we'll get more in Wisconsin down the road, uh, and then we get Rutgers. Who yeah. win. <laughs> I mean, we're going to beat them. Probably beat the dogs snot out of them, and but they're going to be physical.
1: Yeah. Michigan state on the road. That's interesting. It's that all depends on what, what Michigan did is this year. Yeah. Cause I don't know what we're going to get from them. They're kind of a wild card. If Mel Tucker continues to build that program and improve them where they were going last year, that's a problem that game, Yeah, but they did lose a lot of talent, but they do have the quarterback. They do have some good receivers. Um, they could definitely toss it, but, um, uh, we just look i mean when we played them it's just our talent was so much better, and it's yeah in a year to, to to bridge that gap but i mean how how badly we beat them for them to to beat us uh that that would take a lot in my yeah. opinion
0: and then we get healthier we we get up by a week get healthy, we kick the dogs down of iowa i i I was Really bad on offense, decent defense.
1: See, that concerns me, though, because the, in theory, yeah, the bye week's good. But like, I feel like every time we have a bye week, for some reason that next game, we come out kind of flat.
0: Um, yeah, but I, Iowa I, has no offense.
1: They don't. They don't.
0: We should We should totally beat them. But I can see it's definitely coming out flat in that. And then we go to Happy Valley. noon, Probably a noon game. No whiteout. That kind of concerns me the most. I think this game concerns me the most That's out it. of all. Yeah, them.
1: I agree because I think the, we're
0: we're not going to the wideout. Yeah, it's the
1: Iowa Penn State is like the lull of it's weird because it's they're good opponents, but it's like it's like a it's a lull in the season because they are coming off the bye. Um they're, they could both teams can beat us if if you know we don't play our a game, um, and it's going to be you know it's going to be tough because our guys are going to have to get up and play. And be excited. And I, it's, I think it's a lot easier, like I've always mentioned, with the whiteout to get excited for. Not yeah. that you should be excited yeah. to play Penn State, but it's just a dip- different
0: atmosphere. And then we get two back-to-back games against Northwestern and Indiana. But watch out for Northwestern. It, the year is 2022. It ends in an even year. There's always a year where Northwestern could sneak up on you. But the only, thing, the, only <laughs> thing, the only thing I have to worry about with that game is how tall the blades of grass will be on the field. <laughs> Um, and then we play Indiana, who just probably will be the worst team in the Big Ten in, yeah. by far. And then a very tough Maryland team right before we play S- Michigan. Stop. <laughs> I, I'm,
1: I, I know because Zach Smith's all high on this Maryland team. I am, like, from a betting perspective, I think we need to hammer the Maryland overs because they have the great offense, but they have a terrible defense. Those games are going to be high scoring, but I think our defense will be able at least – for a couple turnovers, no problem. Our offense is going to score essentially every drive against them. I think we win that by four or five touchdowns easily. Uh, well, not not five. I'd say three to four touchdowns. That one. Uh, that looks like that's the that's the game. That's the trap game on paper. Everyone's calling it the trap game, but it's not going to be the trap game.
0: And yeah, and then we play Michigan. Enough said. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. 12 and 0. <laughs> 12 and <or> 0. <laughs> Big 10 championship against Wisconsin in my, my eyes. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, that's what I got. I
0: got was play, playing Wisconsin. A lot or, of, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just a lot of people have Minnesota and I, I say, you know, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. People, a lot of people are saying Nebraska
1: this year. Uh, I don't see that to be honest. I know they have a really talented roster. Uh, I I just don't. I don't. I don't believe. I I haven't seen enough from Nebraska at this point. I'm sick of. I'm sick of tr- wanting to believe in them. I, I I've been duped so many times. Like this is the year that Nebraska is going to you know take the jump, um, which is a great great segue to our week zero picks, Cass. So um, it's not the first game because the first game is of the college football seasons at noon. It's Austin P at Western Kentucky CBS sports network at <laughs> noon. Um, I might turn it on for.
0: I'm not even turning minutes. it on.
1: I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to be watching big noon kickoff up until probably Nebraska versus Northwestern kicks off. Uh, that's going to be interesting because it's going to be in Ireland, Dublin, um, not Dublin, Ohio, Dublin, Ireland uh, Cass. Who do you got in that game? I'm not going to go with the spread, uh, but I I will say Nebraska is a 14 point favorite. Um, who do you got winning that?
0: Nebraska easily by the spread. I I really like this Nebraska team. I I really do. I I think that's going to be um, it's going to be interesting to see how Scott Frost. He's bringing all 120 players over, even walk ons and stuff. So it's going to be fun. I. I did see Northwestern's going to come out with some cool purple helmets with the uh, Irish flag in the end but yeah I, I like the Huskers big I really do I'll take
1: so I Huskers will win but I don't think they cover I think I think it will be uh kind of a, 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 it's going to be a slow ugly game it just that that has first game of the year Big 10 there's going to be a lot of mistakes it's going to be ugly um it's gonna be great. I'm gonna love every second. But I just, it's
0: not. I, I think, um, you know, Northwestern keeps it within ten. I'd say. All right. Um, on FS1, I'm skipping Idaho UNLV. I don't really care. No, no one cares. <laughs> uh, UConn and Utah State. Um, Utah State is going to, I think, run I, through UConn. I, they're gonna. They had this is their. This is their matchup before they play Alabama next week. Yeah. They're, they're going to, they're going to be locked in. They um, like, they know they're not overlooking UConn.
1: They're not. And they know they got, they got, they got to start out on the right foot and they got, they got to get some things going right away. Cause it's, it, it, they got Bama next week. Um, and Utah state's a very good program. Um, Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, absolutely Utah State, Wyoming,
0: Um, and Illinois at four o'clock on BTN.
1: That's an interesting one. Um, I'm a I'm gonna look at the spread real quick on that.
0: I like Illinois. Let's see what the spread is. It's amazing that three Big Ten teams play that this week.
1: Yeah, um, so Illinois is ten point favorite. Uh well, is it? Oh well, okay. Yeah, Illinois is a ten point favorite, um, but also a uh, thirteen point favorite at depending on what sports book you use. Yeah, I mean, give me give me Illinois. Um, I mean, it, Wyoming doesn't really impress me. Um, Illinois showed they can run the ball really well too. So I think Brett Bielema, he's a decent – I mean, he he should beat
0: Wyoming. I'm skipping Florida State, Duquesne. Florida State's going to kill them. North Carolina's going to kill Florida A&M. Charlotte, Florida, Atlantic. This one's really intriguing. I got the Owls at home, but the 49ers are actually pretty good.
1: No, give me the Owls. Um, I just like –
0: the Owls are a better program than Charlotte. All right. The battle of – you you probably used them on NCAA 14 as your first head coach job. North Texas at UTEP. I don't know why, but I like the mean green. That's a good uh, – this one – What's annoying about this one is actually this might be
1: one of the most competitive games of the day, in my opinion.
0: And it's not even Uh, on TV. I know. It's on stadium.
1: stadium. Who we got? Brett McMurphy calling this one. Uh, (laughs) This is terrible. This is not fair at all. Not justice. Like, um, I got UTEP. UTEP was good last year uh, until they ran into UTSA. But UTEP was very feisty last
0: year. Yeah. All right. And then the the marquee matchup of the week, if we're up, stay still up to watch this game on CBS Sports Network at 10.30 p.m. I'll be up. You got the Vanderbilt Commodores versus the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Give me the Warriors because I have Vanderbilt not winning a single game this year. Well, all right. I'm going to take Hawaii. (laughs) I'm taking Hawaii, baby, too. Uh,
1: And then uh, my favorite part about this is – I mentioned it last week, but like Vanderbilt is plus plus one hundred thousand to win the SEC, like a twenty dollars bet on that. And if they win the SEC, uh, if they win the SEC championship, you win twenty grand. <laughs> so this game has no bearing on that. Luckily, so we're gonna we're going with the Rainbow Warriors. I agree, Cass. Um, it's a home game for the Rainbow Warriors. That's a fun one, bro. It's I, look, this game is gonna have some random. It's going to be – I think this one comes down to the wire too. There's going to be some random schoolyard Mickey Mouse play at the end or something, a lot of laterals at the end, a crazy fourth quarter. Uh, this one's going to be exciting. I just I just feel it in my bones. It's going to wrap up a great week zero. Uh, give me the Rainbow Warriors absolutely though.
0: Absolutely. That's fun. Oh, Dan, we are two weeks away. I can't wait to get every every one of these picks wrong too, by the way. Like – I was
1: not hot last year with my picks, and I know for a fact I'm going to start the season off cold. But that's that, that's just how I feel. So feel free to do the opposite of what I just said, everyone.
0: I mean, we're one week away, buddy, from college football. I mean, by the, time,
1: by the time you're listening to this, we're probably about you know, 36, 24, 18-hour mark, depending on when you're listening to this. So just mm-hmm. you can feel it in your soul. Week zero is here. Take a deep breath. We've made it. The real football's back. No no more of this preseason NFL stuff. I don't really care anymore. Like it, it, NFL preseason's good. It gets a little it gets your fix going, gets your blood going. But the real stuff's here. And that's what matters, Cass.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, we got I mean one, I'm gonna be putting my graphic, the last graphic uh, well actually Yeah, the last graphic up that tells you how many, you know, countdown. Going with the Braxton Miller spin move graphic. I know I already used Braxton Miller already, but that was the most iconic play.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. I have breaking news. Uh Uh-oh. Paul Feinbaum just said, Ohio State is built for this. It's a tailor-made schedule for Ryan Day to make a serious run at the championship. Wow. (laughs) That is something uh, I was not expecting.
0: Do I want to like this or do I want to hate it? I don't know. Does it concern me? I don't know.
1: I'll I'll take it for now apprehensively, but I'll take it.
0: Yeah. By the way, I made it. F- I didn't post it on TikTok or anything, but we were making shake and bake last Saturday, Sunday. And my wife got me on camera going, take putting a piece of chicken in the bag with the shake and bake. And I said, you got to shake it before you bake it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Josh Myers had a great downfield block. He just took
1: some dude out.
0: Ugh.
1: High, highly recommend watching that clip if you
0: can. He plays for the Packers? Yeah. All right. right, we're. By the time you listen to this, we're either eight days away or you're seven days away. Oh, can't wait, man. Cannot wait. I can't wait either. It's, oh, it's just good to be back, man. Yep. But, Cass. Next and- week, we break down the Notre Dame-Ohio State game. We... Break down Notre Dame more do our week one predictions what a fun what it's one week coming it, it's good it's we're, we're finally here
1: finally a lot to talk about a lot of football in our future I mean basically in the next 36 hours we're gonna have football back in our lives until the Super Bowl like real football until mid-February so congratulations we've made it through hibernation everyone um it was tough but we did it i didn't know you know i didn't know if we're gonna see that this day but we we are we're here Uh, and by the way
0: no covid restrictions i mean no no
1: covid no covid i'm throwing a tailgate next week at my house for the game
0: has anybody Um, spotted tommy togei yet
1: he on the Browns, he had made some plays in the preseason. People were saying he might be the solution at defensive tackle. I love it. I love it, Cass.
0: <laughs> I'll still never forget that during COVID.
1: Maybe, maybe he'll make an appearance for us against Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, guys. Have a, everybody have a great, safe week, and yeah. Yeah, I mean that does it. So
1: as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Make sure to like us on YouTube, subscribe to us if you like us, um, or at, at very least just boo Desmond Howard that game day. But that's all I gotta say. Go Bucks, baby!
0: Go Bucks!